No! Ta-da! I'm living proof, baby. Miracles happen. How about that? You laugh, Alan, but Google's bailed me out of a lot of uh, things. I'm telling you, I had muscle cramps. It said, eat walnuts, almonds, and bananas. I've been, you see, I've been eating them like crazy. No cramps. <laughs> Who needs doctors when you've got Google? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it is. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I know a guy that was hospitalized, and you know him too, with cramps. And they got him in an emergency, and they told him that he'd been eating too many bananas. Too many? And potatoes. Oh, wow. Too much potassium. Yep, Can you okay. believe it? Um, he's wow. probably watching right now, so I don't want to out him. But, yeah, that happened. That okay. happened. Yeah. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show. And uh, here we go. Good afternoon to those in the east. Good morning to the rest of us out here in the west. Uh, RP here, Moose there, Alan the intern on the sponsor's couch. It's his last day. And he brought donuts into the program today. And he actually knew what my favorite was. That's the honey. There he is. Hey, Alan, can you hold up the donuts, please? That's Alan, the intern. It's his last day. And our crew is cleaning those up. Oh, yeah. There's one tractor tire left. Yeah. If anybody touches that, they're dead. (laughs) Spicy. Take the crueler and it's your last day. You'll be joining Alan on the unemployment line. Yeah, you'll be sleeping with the fishes. Uh, Thank you, Alan. You've graduated with flying colors. We're very proud of you. Uh, Gene Principe coming up on the program today from Sportsnet Oilers. Going to talk some NHL with uh, Casino Gino. And uh, Mike Wilner, the affable host of Jays Talk. Longtime Blue Jays analyst Mike Wilner. Will be joining us now. He's a uh, baseball columnist out of the T dot, and uh, it's a great start to the day. Let's hit the quick six show topics, please, if you don't mind. These are going to be a moving target as I sit here, Darren, because things there's been breaking news today and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but let's start number one with a Monday night with Stanley. Clark has some photos here. Okay. Can we hit it? This was last night. The Stanley Cup is in town. Al Murray, the assistant general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. It was his 24 hours with the Stanley Cup. That's Phil Pritchard, the keeper of the cup. As you all know, he's been toting this thing around the globe. Now that the COVID's over, or is it? I don't know. Apparently. Here, anyway. Yeah, so that's me and Phil. He's the keeper of the cup. You know, that's Al Murray right there, the assistant GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Coached my brother at the U of R Cougars. I've known him since I was 12. Great guy, big party. That's producer Clark and his dad, Rod Monroe. Strongest handshake in the league. Clark's dad. (laughs) And uh, that's me with Stanley there. Not touching it. Not touching it. So that was a can't. No. Great night last night at the Royal Regina Golf Club last night. Thank you, producer Clark, for that. We got some more photos to come up. But um, I said to Darren, I would just defer to him to tell a few things about what went on last night because I was flitting around, taking photos, serving cake, uh, visiting with people, and you just stood at a table with Phil Pritchard and his uh, traveling partner. Uh, was it Romeo? Mario. Mario. It's close. <laughs> and you just talked with them all night. Of course. And uh, what a great night. Oh, my gosh. It was awesome. Can I just say, yeah. guy called me this morning from the Indoor Football League, and he said, uh, how, how was the night with the Stanley Cup last night? And I said, amazing, as you can imagine. No, you tell him what. Well, those are your people. Yeah. And the, there are people. Like, it's just you're at home in hockey. Mm-hmm. And you and I have been in the game a long time. Obviously, you longer than me. But, I mean, with Mario and Phil, you'd think those guys would be sick of talking about hockey. They aren't. 
they're not. And, and they wanted to talk to you about hockey and they wanted to talk to me about this show, yep. you know, all night. And so we ended up spending the night mostly with those guys. Um, and so that was really cool. Telling a lot of stories. The, the Ovechkin story was interesting um, that Phil told. He, was, he wanted to say how much Alexander Ovechkin loves hockey. And I wouldn't have believed it. You know, he seems like he's kind of fun and around, you know, a um, little bit out there, likes to party and a few things. But they said he really loves hockey more than most NHL players. They couldn't believe how much he Ovechkin. loves hockey. Ovechkin. Well, then he's at, in the right profession. Well, and they were at his place and pictures on the wall and, you know, who Alexander Ovechkin's favorite player is. It's Owen Nolan, of all people. <laughs> Owen Nolan. You have to be a really big hockey fan for Owen Nolan to be your favorite player. So, uh there was a lot of stories like that last night. Uh, Craig Campbell watching from the Hockey Hall of Fame in downtown Toronto says, glad you guys met the world-famous Phil Pritchard and Mario the Magnificent. Yeah, we met them last night. It was, it was amazing. Like Darren said, they don't get tired of talking hockey, and nor do I. And the thing was, here's one. I was at a table with referees. So I walked <laughs> up to him, and I'm like, this is like a room full of accountants. <laughs> Some real fun guys. And... Uh, and they're like, hey, Rod, how long's your contract with the Pats? Did they renew your contract with the Pats? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Year by year, handshake. I'm like, the guy that I did it with is not there anymore. So I'm either, maybe I'm done. I don't know. Right. I think I think it's good to the end of time. And they asked about Connor Bedard, and they laughed. And remember that night that I yelled at, in the bubble? At Bob. Great call, Bobby! I yelled it at the referee because he called a penalty shot in favor of the Regina Pats, God's team. The refs are still talking about that. Well, it's an empty arena. So, like, (laughs) you and I have this superpower where we can whisper through walls. So imagine in an empty arena where your voice will just echo and echo and echo. Yeah, they heard you for sure. It was pretty funny. Good call, Bobby! And he was there last night. (laughs) Spitting, uh, Spitting image of James Franco. The actor. He's the one who's, who's checking your Instagram story in the intermissions. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> when you were doing yeah. the uh, solo ISO cam of, of, yeah. uh, of him. Uh, Get Dagger watching on YouTube says, I am watching from Ontario. You look better wearing the Argonauts shirt yesterday. Well, the Argos know where to find me if they want to send any more merch. Let's put it that way. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> it was just a good night. And thank you to Al Murray for inviting us to his Stanley Cup viewing party uh, last night. The power rankings came out last night for week two in the Canadian Football League. I'm calling it up on my phone here. Uh, But, Clark, you've got them right. I sent them to you. This is from coming out of week one. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers now the number one team in the CFL. I don't think anybody's going to argue that. Uh, Two, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, who were lucky to win. I've got to say, I'm a little surprised at some of these. The Hamilton Tiger Cats third. They dropped from first to third. The Alouettes, who didn't even play, are fourth. Figure that one out. Uh, the Argos go into Calgary and win, but they're fifth. Calgary Stampeders remain sixth. The Edmonton Elks losing at home. They're seventh. The BC Lions, who almost pulled off that miraculous comeback, eighth. And the Ottawa Red Blacks, who pulled off the upset of the week in week one, are ninth, last in the CFL. As Willie Jefferson would say, how that? I look. Were, it, were these it, guys drinking when it, they it came makes, up with this? It makes sense to me, and I'll tell you why. These aren't standings. These aren't standings. These are based on, you know, right now, whoever made these. This is what Ottawa would, beat Edmonton, dude. Right, but if they played again this week, I bet you Edmonton would be favored, and that's what this is kind of showing. So when we get into the week, 
and you look at the odds makers come out, yeah. it'll reflect these power rankings. It should. The odds should reflect the power rankings, not the standings. So Hamilton would be favored over Montreal, and Montreal would be favored over the team below them. That's, that's what I take out of power rankings. Uh, there's breaking news today as well. Abdul Kana, Avery Williams, and Brady Olivero were named the CFL Top Performers of the Week for Week 1 of the season. Ottawa DB Abdul Kana played a vital role in the team's 16-12 victory over the Edmonton Elks. He recorded two interceptions, one of which a pick six, and a game-winning tackle on the last play. Kana's teammate Avery Williams was also named a top performer. He led all players in the CFL with 14 tackles, a career high. But, oh yeah, their team's the worst in the CFL based on the power rankings. And... In his first career start playing for his hometown team, Brady Oliveira had a night to remember. On opening night, the Winnipeg kid for the Blue Bombers rushed for 126 yards on 22 carries as the Blue Bombers won 19-6. So that's the breaking news today. CFL uh, Performers of the Week named yesterday. You people voted Brady Oliveira the Manscaped Balls Out Player of the Week. I think that has a far better ring to it. (laughs) Than right. the top performance. It's pretty good. Uh, on to point three. Uh, the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays take on the Angels today. And it's, so George Springer, Vladdy Jr., and the Blue Jays, who have won 10 of 12, are the home team in California today for the first game of an unusual doubleheader against the Angels. The openers a makeup from an April 11th rainout at the Blue Jays' temp home field in Dunedin in the regularly scheduled nightcap. The Angels will be the home team at Angel Stadium. So figure that one out. Yeah. I'm just wondering, they're going to swap dugouts? Probably not. But you'll have to tune in to find out. But this is Vladdy versus Shohei Otani tonight. Oh, yeah. So if you haven't watched baseball all year, tonight's the night to watch on Sportsnet, okay? The two biggest stars in Major League Baseball going to go head-to-head. Uh, moving on to point four. The Saskatchewan Rattlers wrap up their CEBL season tonight. And how, how close are you following this? Is it in Fraser Valley or is it in Saskatoon? Because if you look at the CEBL website, they have it backwards. Yeah. Have you noticed that? A little bit. I never really know who's the home team. But what I do know is the Rattlers are going to slither their way into the offseason. They've only got one win. They're 1-12. Yeah, 1-12 going into tonight's last game. So the, the championship weekend's coming up in Edmonton later this month, but... The Rattlers will not there, so, uh, be there. So I just wanted to point that out. You look like you had something to say. No, no. That's, it's, it's a tough season for the Rattlers. Yeah. It's a pretty important offseason for this group. So we'll see what they do. Um, checking in from our viewers. J-Rod checking in from the Wascana. J-Rod says, morning, guys. What about John Ryan's 50-yard average? What about it? He's talking about John Ryan, the Super Bowl-winning punter for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. What, what, what about it? It's probably low for Johnny. I think he just wanted to point out that John has a 50-yard punting average. He's just getting rolling. Oh, yeah. Uh, point five. News out of Vancouver is that Nathan Rourke is the likely starting quarterback for the BC Lions when they go into Calgary on Thursday night. And everybody thinks that the Lions are going to get mauled, and I'm sure the point spread will reflect that. Um, Do you think, given the backlash that came at the Lions after last week with their skullduggery with their quarterbacks, that's why they're tabbing Nathan Rourke so early in the week as the starting quarterback for Thursday night? 
probably, and again, it is early in the week, mm-hmm. and you got to pay attention to those reports. Now, you know, I got to make sure that we're honest here, and, and I don't know what the word is, but I look back at the injury report, and there was. Um, Mike Riley listed as limited throughout the week, all week, and questionable. You know, as the as the game time or a game time decision, but it was still weird, right? Because you come out of the second half and say, "Yeah, he's not going to play. It's not looking good." And then all of a sudden, ten seconds later, he's playing. But Nathan Rourke proved that he's capable of starting in this league. Proved that he can he can be that guy. Maybe the plan is for him to start. You know, um, we'll see where the week goes. But uh, as of now, it's it's too early in the week to really worry about who's the starter. And what happens today, as we found out, is completely different than what's going to happen on the weekend. Well, um, I believe me, if you had a look at our social media feeds, and by the way, I'm just tweeting where they can watch and listen to the show, Darren, so don't mind me. If you had a look at our social media feeds, everybody's saying Lions fans specifically, they didn't do anything wrong, just like you're saying. They listed him as questionable. Well, but I think they told TSN that he's going to start, and then he didn't. So (laughs) we can sit and argue this all day till we're blue in the face. I don't really care. But has Rick Campbell explained yet how Mike Riley wasn't ready to go at the start of the game but was ready to go at the start of the second half? I haven't quite figured that one out yet. Because if Mike Riley starts the game, they probably win. It, It looks that way. Yeah. So that's what they're saying. Thursday, Nathan Rourke, the very likely starting quarterback for the BC Lions when they go into Calgary. Um, point six. And by the way, the warm-up's brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. I threw in tennis here for you, Moose. Thank you. Defending champion Bianca Andrescu returns to the court tonight in Montreal for a second-round match at the National Bank Open. The second-seeded Andrescu will be facing Britain's Harriet Dart. I feel like there's not enough people named Harriet these days. Yeah. It's very classy. It's very regal. Uh, Dart. And by the way, her last name's Dart. What a sensational name. I know. You've got this really classy Harriet first name. Dart. Classy first name and like not so much on the last name. Uh, Dart topped Canadian Lila Fernandez last night to advance. How about that? Is that the tennis facility in Montreal that we broke into? That's where the women are. The men are in Toronto. The women are in Montreal. And for Bianca, they haven't played. Last year, there was no tournament. So Bianca is technically the defending champion, although she, I think she played it with Serena Williams, and Serena withdrew halfway through that match early on because of an injury. Mm-hmm. So, you know, did you really win? But she still is the champ, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. But it's a beautiful facility. We didn't get into the main court, but we got into the secondary court, and uh, that's where they are today. How about that? There's your tennis. Uh, that was longer than I expected. That was like 90 seconds. That was like, that was good. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm trying to find an appropriate GIF. It's not called the Rogers Cup anymore, too. Uh, the naming rights changed. It was always the Rogers Cup, but now it's not. The National Bank Open. Uh, Rockstar of the day yesterday for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions was Manny Arsenault. And uh, as I've discovered, that was a very popular interview. People really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. We've got to get Manny a shirt. And I, I don't know who did the ordering on those shirts, but they knew what they were doing. They're all XL, XXL, and XXXL. They know our guests. 
Exactly. We should have got one to Julio the other day. Right? Yeah. Uh, the poll question. Thank God I got all these notes in front of me to keep me on track. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, will the Blue Jays claim at least a wild card berth? 68% of you saying, yes, they will. 68% very positive about Canada's team, the Toronto Blue Jays. We say they've won 10 of 12. Huge showdown at the Angels here this week. I had a guy text me the other day. You would know him. Big baseball guy. And he said the Blue Jays have to win 70% of their games the rest of the way. And, of course, you got to hope that those teams above them fall apart a little bit, which there's nothing yeah. saying that that's going to happen. But they did make their, obviously made their acquisitions here at the trade deadline, and they're looking great. But we looked it up today. They're at 60 wins. they got to win 40 to get to the 100 that you said. And they've got, what did I say, 52 games left? You know, listen, I'm no mathematician at all. But I don't think 40 out of 52, that's a lot more than 70%. Somebody Is it math. not? Alan? He would never have a clue how to do that. 40 divided by 52. What's the what's That's the what answer? it is? Yeah. 40 divided. 52 by, games. What's 40 divided by who 52? Who can do it first, Alan? 40 divided by 52. Uh, 76%. How about that? So they're going to win 70. Look at that. So, put your hands up. You won, Alan. You might be the rock star of the day. So look put at this. Put your hands in the air. Look at this. You yeah. said they've won 10 or 12. Yes. Right? They're on pace for 100 wins. Right now, based on that, that means they'll go, if they keep that pace up, which is pretty hard to do, I'll be honest, they'd go 40 and 8, which would yeah. get them to 100 wins. If they can win 10 out of every 12 oh, there you games. Go. That's why you're the math guy. So they're on, uh, hey, they're, they're doing what they need to do. Uh, by the way, Roxanne watching from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions there at Niagara Falls. And she said, you're welcome with regards to who did the ordering for those Rockstar of the Day shirts. Well, we got one that'll fit Manny. We got a break. And the great ageless Gene Principe joins us next. You're watching the RP Show. And this has been the warm-up for e Electric on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live Streaming, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.